Welcome to another episode of Diaries of a Life Coach. My name is Larissa Dalton and I am your host. This podcast documents a journey of building a life coaching business where I talk about the steps we as life coaches take to create a company, build clientele, coaching experiences, discoveries, and transformations. As you may hear a little bit in my voice, I'm a little bit, uh, I sound a little bit sick maybe, uh, but we have crazy allergies here in Georgia. And today I made my special elixir that's made out of lemon, honey, and ginger. And it's it's already helped, but it helped a lot of people um, with allergies. So check out on my Instagram, you can look how I made that, but but I'm excited to have a, my guest today, who is called Luke Fanwick. Uh, he is my first male guest, um, and he's also a fellow podcaster. Luke hosts a, post, hosts a podcast called Two Dads, and I'm going to have Luke introduce himself a little bit and tell us a little bit about you know the the life coaching. He's a life impact coach, so to tell us a little bit about the kind of coach we are, what you do, and tell us a little bit about your uh, about your podcast. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. I did see your Instagram feed this morning when you were chopping up the ginger, um, and yeah. I am going to try that for sure. I certainly suffer from allergies and itchy eyes and all those kinds of things, and I just love ginger too. So, yeah, um, yeah so thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to pleasure to be here and always happy to talk a little bit about you know, what I do and how I help. And, and yeah, I call myself a life impact coach. There's all kinds of different life coaches out there. But for me, I'm looking to make that impact in people's life by, you know, whatever strategy is necessary. You know, how do I find information from experts within those fields from around the planet and share that information and knowledge with the client that I that I might be working with, whether or not they might have, you know, relationship issues or they might have finance issues or it might just be around they don't have healthy habits in their life. So how do I find that information to make impact for them? Um, and it's really also about people coming to me and saying, look, I'm just not happy with the story that I'm creating in my life. Um, you know, I'm not happy with the legacy that I'm creating. And, you know, that's where we kind of start. You know, who are you? What are you trying to create? And then we go from there, and and that's really what I try to spend, uh, you know, time with people focusing on that. That's the goal. Yeah, Luke, and I sense a little bit of uh, accent. No, no, I, I, I actually get this. <laughs> I actually get this um, often. I'm not sure what accent it is. You know, I'm I'm Australian. I've always lived in in Australia. I've moved around a lot. Um, here I've certainly travelled overseas, but nothing to the point where I might have. I've got an accent, but I really don't know where it comes from. You're not the first to say, you know, where is that accent from? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it's definitely definitely Australian accent. Yes. Um, but uh, so you're coming from Australia, and you said it's already Thursday there. Because it's still Wednesday it's, back here. Yeah, it's Thursday morning. It's 10 past mm -hmm. nine now. Uh, we're heading into autumn. We've had some really kind of wild weather here of late. Some parts of Australia have had terrible amounts of rain, which has caused all kinds of issues and flooding and whatnot. I'm down in Melbourne, which is the southeast part of Australia. Um, and usually we have the really bad, cold, wet weather, but we haven't really got to that point yet. Usually, usually August, you know, it's 
cold, you know, June, July, August, it's really cold and windy. We don't get snow here uh, unless you're up in the Alpines, so it's not as bad as some areas of the States or UK and whatnot. But, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, 9 o'clock in the morning and off we go. Yeah, man, I still have to sleep to get there, <laughs> you know, to get to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So um, you, so it's by, by, by your description of the people that you help, it seems like you help a broad, uh, broad variety of people. Um, do you find that your clients are more international or are they more Aussie clients? And, and how do you identify your clients? Yeah, so um, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I certainly, when I first started, I think I had more international clients. I had some people in Germany, UK, the States, and of late, it's really moved to uh, more Australian-based. Um, I'm not coaching anybody at this very moment that's interna- internationally. A few kind of finished up um, about three or four weeks ago, actually, and he was over in Ireland. So for me at the moment, it's a really even spread of men versus women. When I first started launching the business, I thought, okay, my target market is going to be men naturally. I'm a man thinking, you know, I'd mm-hmm. connect more, but it certainly hasn't been that way. Um, it's, you know, it's a real, as I said, even spread men, women, and it's people that are just saying, you know, I'm maybe not satisfied with where life is at at the moment. You know, I talk a lot about legacy and habits. You know, my big thing is around how do I create tiny, powerful habits with people in order to get to their, um, you know, point in life where they're starting to be happy with the story they're creating around their legacy. So it's that's my piece, you know, fulfilling legacy. Uh, and how do I connect with them? You know, all kinds of different mediums. I'm fortunate enough that I've worked in some really big corporate roles over time. So my network is is vast. So I've got a lot of clients that come from that. Um, I'm building a database as well that go where people kind of jump onto the website and then, you know, enter details where they can subscribe and get an ebook mm-hmm. or whether or not it's some of the other stuff. And all of that kind of comes from that ecosystem and a little bit from social media as well, but certainly certainly not a, a lot if we're talking about, you know, the business and how I'm growing. And I use social media more as a, you know, proof of you know, concept yeah. more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Here's key messaging. This is a little bit about the brand. This is what's kind of going on in my life in a small degree. I've certainly done more of that recently now that, you know, we've had a little girl arrived, you know, a few yeah, days ago. So a little, yeah, thank you. Um, a mm-hmm. little bit more active with that. But usually social media is around just, you know, messaging, communication more so than business development, if that's the kind of word that you might want to use. So that's interesting that you say that you kind of coach half and half almost. Do you see that men and women have um, similar sort of challenges? I mean, legacy is kind of like it's neutral sort of uh, habits is uh, is kind of a neutral concept. But in terms of maybe chat or struggles that women and men face. Yeah, it's it's a really good question. Um, I think we all have our own self-consciousness and we all have our own fears and doubts and a lot of those are not dissimilar but certainly come from different spaces. Most men seem to me seem to come to me talking about that they are finding that they are not handling stress and pressure how they thought they would. They are maybe not engaging with their family how they thought they would and that's a lot of the, mm-hmm. a lot of what is driving them. And usually, you know, ladies will come to me and they're saying, I just don't have maybe confidence in myself and that that is then impacting how I go about my, you know, day-to-day and that seems to be the really big difference there. I think 
more of the men are focusing on that family piece and them not delivering versus the expectation that they might have had when they were growing up in their, you know, 20s and 30s and so on yeah. and so forth. Yeah, that's very interesting that you've actually uh, brought this up because uh, I've been recently focusing with my clients and I see that, um, and this has been an issue for me, I, I too came from a corporate world about a half, I'm sorry, a year ago, I lost yeah. my job, corporate job. Yes. And so I went through like, you know, this whole process of relinquishing that identity and kind of creating the new one. And, um, and I realized at that time, and even, you know, to this day, I'm still working on that, but that my identity was highly tied to my company, to, to that organization. You know, I was the company, the company was me. Um, after I lost that job, people asked me what I do. And I was like, I I don't know what I do anymore. (laughs) I mean, I make meals for maybe my family, you know, um, go to grocery shopping, read books, you know, go to the mountain. I don't, I don't know. Like, and so, um, so I started, you know, doing a lot of research and studying and, and I'm also, you know, um, you know, pretty good connection of women, you know, also through my, uh, social, different social networks, like my church, my, um, and, and now the coaching sort of my coaching network is expanding, you know, through different avenues. And, um, and I started asking women, you know, like, you know, do you suffer with like self-esteem issues and do you understand what that is and, and how do you repair it? How do you build it up? You know? And um, every single group that I've that I've posed that question to said, "Yeah, uh, we're having women specifically. You know, we're we're dealing with self esteem issues, and so that's kind of what I'm working on. I'm developing. I plan to have some kind of uh, like a guided program. Um, but do you, so you see less of that when it comes to men in terms of like you know self esteem, you know, maintaining their worth." outside of external factors? Um, that's a question, not, not so much a statement, I, I presume. Well, mm-hmm. I think men suffer from, you know, you know, different self-esteem issues really. I think a lot of them are, are they trying to live up to an ideal of the picture that they've had painted in their mind for so many years? And, and I think that's probably not dissimilar to women, although the pictures are really different. Right, like mm-hmm. you know, a man grows up thinking a man needs to be all these manly things, and sometimes, you know, a woman grows up thinking that she needs to be, you know, if it's, you know, career might be in there, but is it a family? Is it supporting? Is it all these kinds of things? And then sometimes, what knocks us off is then when we hit these roadblocks and or that world that we were creating, or those kind of that picture that we were, you know, creating of ourselves. When those things start to go a little bit off the canvas, we have these real big issues because we've just grown up every day going, this is the kind of person that I am or this is the kind of person that I'm building towards. And when that doesn't happen, it's this massive big kind of slap in the face of, you know, wow, you know, I didn't expect that. You know, why have I all of a sudden, you know, failed in this point? Like this is who I am, where it's not really. It's just that ideal and bias that's built up in your mind for so long. But, you know, a lot of men go, okay, well, I need to be the provider. That's what they grow up thinking, you know, financially, mm-hmm. I need to do that. I need to be this brave, you know, person, all these kinds of things. And then they get into fatherhood, you know, and then they might get into relationships that have been around for a longer period of time, you know, whether or not it's partners or wives or, or you know, boyfriends or whatever it might be. And then 
those things just sometimes don't line up to what we had been envisaging for so long. And we, you know, if we're not mindful of it and we don't have clarity of it and we don't take the time to sit down with ourselves and figure out what's going on, then it can be really confusing and troubling. And that's when angst and anxiety comes up because we're just living this, this unalignment and people aren't really clear of like, who am I? You know, what do I want? What are those important things? This is not just the how, what, why kind of stuff, but like, who are you as a, as a person? What are the things that you are looking to create? Like, what do you hold dear? Um, you know, where are you thinking about those things? Are you contemplating the time in your life many years ago where you were really happy and fulfilled and in a good spot? Or are you, contemplating the time where it you know it went sideways and fear and anxiety came in and then you start to live that life that's the emotional connection that you have and all of these things you know come up along the way there is no you know rhyme nor reason for it that's kind of life Mm -hmm. Um, there is no silver bullet a lot of it is around you you're needing to do the work it's all good and well to you know listen to a podcast like the ones that we produce or you know watch a youtube video or read a book but the information is just the information. At the end of the day, you then need to to go out and do something with it and you need to be honest with yourself. This is where I'm at. These are my mm-hmm. challenges and troubles and go from there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, speaking of podcasts, I was listening to one this morning with John Maxwell on there and he talked about his newest book. And this book, I forget what it was called, but um, interesting thing about it was that um, he's, you know, working on creating this movement of basically reintroducing values to people. And what he's doing is he's going into different organizations, even, you know, uh, different countries uh, and meeting with leaders. And uh, the first thing he does is he sits down and, and, you know, they go through values, identify values. You know, he believes that that, that has a tremendous uh, impact on, you know, on decisions we make. Um, so that was, that was kind of interesting. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of what you do. You kind of like decide or identifying who you are, you know, shedding all these layers and looking inside and, yeah, yeah. Look, it's really early on with all of my clients, I ask them to create, you know, after they've done this, you know, thrive, survive, crash, dive, which we might speak about at some stage or another, but that's around kind of clarity. And then on the back of that, I start to ask people to create a headline statement. So a headline statement is the style of life that you wish to live by. So your aspirations, right? These are not, that's not a goal and these are not habits. This is just, here's your aspirational headline statement of life. And these are the things that you're talking about. Okay, well, you know, what are the values that you want to live by? Like, you know, are you wishing to be, you know, kind, caring, um, you know, patient? You know, they were things Mm -hmm. that I started to reflect back on myself and realize that, you know, I was just not patient with anything i was always around now 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 go 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 mm-hmm. and, you know so i really needed to reflect back and say well i want my life to have more patience in it you know, how do i do those kinds of things but you know going back to your point you know values are really important having a clear understanding of your ambitions is really important because until you do that then you can't create the habits and the day in and day out right. actions to get you there um, and if you yeah. and that, like that's the only way in my opinion when I work with people that's how you go about making change in your life 
Yeah, and especially if you're talking about, you know, creating habits, you know, you don't want to have that conflict between values and the habits that you're creating because they're not going to be sustainable, you know. So everything really has to be in line. Well, and that's, that's you know, you're hitting the nail on the head. That's where a lot of issues kind of form is that early on in life, our habits are around, you know, get a job promotion, you know, maybe have more money. Like it's that kind mm-hmm. of thing usually. Yeah, yeah. It's about having, you know, building your life and, you know, fair enough. That's that's what we do, right? We go around mm-hmm. and we create those yeah. things. But often those habits that are leading us in that direction are not one and the same habits and values um, that are leading us into the direction of what happens later on in life when we start to reflect back and say, okay, am I satisfied with the person that I am, how I engage with people, how I talk with people, how I love, how I share, all of that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes they are and sometimes people, you know, do a really great job at doing all of these things but often we are so focused on one particular area, we head down that path and we don't worry about this other stuff and then we go, wow, Mm -hmm. okay, how did I get here? Now I need to make some changes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so an interesting, well, one of the questions that came up on my Instagram, I post a little question, you know, about what people would be interested in learning. And one of the questions was to differentiate between self-esteem and self-confidence. How would you differentiate those two? Yeah, great. Okay, awesome question. So I think... I think self-esteem is is a deeper core value and belief in yourself in regards to doing, you know, esteemable acts and a, you know, quality of life and an ongoing this is the flavour that I'm creating around myself and that creates a deep, a deep feeling of self-esteem, who I am, what I'm about, what's going on, all of it's more of a holistic thing, whereas the mm-hmm. self confidence, I believe, is probably more more of an in the moment surface kind of piece. I'm confident in this particular thing, and maybe it is a little bit more you know subjective versus the other thing, which is a bit more of an entire story. So I think that's mm-hmm. probably how I'd come at it if someone said, "Okay, I have you know low self esteem of myself." Well, okay, well, where does that come from? What is that story that's driving that that low self esteem? I think that's probably going to be more rooted in past history versus, okay, self-confidence. Is that a particular thing that you're looking to do? Is it just in the moment? Is it what particular area of life? How do we build up that confidence, you know, more going forward? Yeah. So if if somebody came to you, uh, you know, and, you know, um, with having, I guess there's no really like a scale, but... You can't put a number on self-esteem, you know, but, but, but sometimes, you know, you know that a person is, and the person themselves might know that they're dealing with, you know, self-esteem issues or lacking self-esteem. So what, what would you think, how would you approach that situation? What would you recommend? Yeah. So the self-esteem piece, I I think there is that dig into where it started and and where it Mm -hmm. came from. And is that, is that self-esteem coming from you? Is that self-esteem you know, challenge coming from, you know, people or places or circumstance in your life. So digging in and understanding those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I think it's also about finding what existed before that self-esteem not being in a good spot. So instead of us focusing on that particular story whenever that started, 
how do we go back before when self-esteem, you know, was really, really different? So how do we find that kind of connection? Because that's often where we find the power is where do we get the emotional connection and how do we use that to drive us forward? So there is that piece. I think self-esteem, mm-hmm. you can also start to understand and see what else exists around you in the world. So what are what are other people going through that might be able to support you to change that perspective that you have on yourself or the life that you are creating so what does that look like how do you gain different clarity and then on the back of it it's well and i mentioned it before it's esteemable acts so if your self-esteem is low then is that because you've been doing particular things and then what are those you know esteemable acts that you can do to take you forward Mm -hmm. and then as you're doing them over time how do you recognize them and, you know, enjoy them and celebrate them? Because if your self-esteem has been low for a long period of time because of, as I said, you know, people, place, circumstance, and you've been carrying that for 10, 15, 20 years, it's not going to be a bang, let's change it tomorrow. It's going to be yes. a gradual building, uncovering, mm-hmm. understanding. That's a past story. This is what we do going forward. These are the acts. This is what it helps you and then kind of going from there. But I think that's where I start. I go backwards to uncover before I go forwards. Mm-hmm. And, and I do that yeah. with any client. I think that's I think that's just 101 that we all need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think um, what I would add to that, and I think that all those are great. Um, so if, some, if um that particular person who asked this question is hopefully listening, but, um, I, you know, I like the estimable acts, you know, that's, that's almost like manifest manifesting the state of your self-esteem almost, you know, or revealing, you know, where you are. But, um, I think one word that resonates with self-esteem for me is worthy. Um, I think that for women, and this is just through my conversations, I feel like a lot of women don't feel worthy. And if you never thought about it, if you never questioned, you know, um, I think just the the comprehension that you're equal to every other person here on the planet, that you're worthy, you know, regardless of your acts, regardless of your attributes and contributions, you're worthy as a person, as a human being. I think that's one thing I would add. And and also, you know, being very much aware of what validates you as a person, because if it changes, what's going to happen to you, you know, for example, like work, for example, for me, I lost my job. And, and what happened, what happened to me, you know, I took that validation from external factor mm. versus validating myself from the inside and understanding that I'm worthy. Um, and, um, you know, or like a relationship, sometimes people are validated through relationships, you know, relationship goes sour, you know, and then what your self-esteem goes down, you know, divorces, things like that, or even kids leaving for college, you know, that can have an impact on your self-esteem mm. because you've, you've found that validation through being a home or caretaker. And so those are just a couple of the things that I, that I would add, but I like your, um, sort of like uncovering process and, and, um, yeah, I, sort of I, think, I think there's there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with if you are a, a mum, okay, a mum at home, and you take joy out of creating a beautiful environment for your family. 
Like there is nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes, you know, society, we've kind of gone into this space that maybe that's not okay for whatever reason. It's, you know, you need to do all of these other things and, you know, mum's part of it, but X, Y, and Z. But if that's that's what your life is and that brings you joy and happiness and fulfilment and all those kinds of words and that's beautiful, like Mm -hmm. enjoy that, but... It's don't don't lose the rest of yourself of who you are and what are important for you and get it all tied up within that. I'm creating this this for my family. Because what can happen possibly, I've got a couple of clients that's happening with this at the moment. They get later on in life and you know, family moves out and the kids leave and relationship mm-hmm. with husband's really different and you know, they've poured their heart and soul into that environment for so long. And they've really lost connection with that whole, you know, who am I and, and what do I really want? And then that's that's when the problems start to exist because like, okay, well, what do I do? do next so always have that clarity on yes i'm doing these things and work you made mention before it's really important to not connect with i am this this part of work right connect with i'm at work i'm doing these things i'm learning and growing within this role this is how i'm improving myself this is what i'm focusing on not i'm focused on the job title and the paycheck and you know and winning that like you know when you connect to that internal piece and same Mm -hmm. as what i was referring to before then then you have more of that holistic and ongoing conversation that i'm just focusing on myself to be the best in this particular moment and grow and learn and share and move forward. And that's how, that's how you continue to grow and and learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good advice. I like that. So since you've transitioned to coaching from your corporate world, do you find it satisfying? Yeah, it's, it's night and day, you know, I, I've been really fortunate to work in all kinds of different industries over the last 25 years. You know, if I go a few stops back, I worked for LVMH. So you might have heard Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, Moet and Chandon, Dom Perignon, all these kind of big, you know, luxury brands. So I worked there for about seven years and did amazing things and, you know, traveled the world and, you know, went to really cool events and all this kind of jazz. And that for me at that point in time was you know, just around, you know, the finance and growing and whatnot. And then I left there and went to Melbourne United, the basketball club. Like I love the sport of basketball. And for me there, it was around passion and purpose. You know, the passion was I love the sport. I love seeing all the families enjoying game day. My Mm -hmm. purpose was to bring the sport back. So, you know, that gave me great fulfilment. I left there and went to work for a big advertising marketing agency and that was purely for the dollars and a good opportunity to grow into a bigger role. But I wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't happy and then that created all these kind of other, you know, angst and anxiety within me. But to answer your question, once I I left there and then started my own business, like that was full of amazing things. You know, it was full of challenges as well, starting a business, but it was, it's an incredible opportunity for me to continue to grow and learn as a person. And it's, it's an absolutely amazing space to sit down with people and talk about like what's happening in your life and you know how can I help and what are the challenges and what do you love doing Mm -hmm. and who are you and the things that we mentioned before. And, And it is incredible, you know, and it's amazing to sit down and, and hear the results that are happening in someone's life and how 
amped they are for what's going on and it's it's just a beautiful space and then you know to come on and and do podcasts like this you know with yourself is is awesome as well because you're just you're just having a really genuine beautiful conversation and i think sometimes that's where the corporate world just really misses out is there's just a not enough genuine conversation and i think that's where organizations miss out because they are so focused on you know, this particular number or this particular outcome that they miss some of the things that can absolutely make them from a good organisation to an incredible one. And that's how do you get the best out of your people. And if you can enable your people to be the best version of themselves in and out of work, then that has a knock-on effect that it will impact your business. And I think so many organisations just miss that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I... uh you know, I launched my business January 1st of this year. So this is like, I just passed my first quarter and then I launched podcasts sort of just to kind of start documenting this journey. And yeah, yeah. but it's such a interesting creative outlet, you know, and it allows you to create with completely different group of people like the podcasters in addition to the coaches, you know, so it's like a completely different, uh, still kind of adjusting to all of it. And then of course the building your business, you know, portion there's the you know the operation side as well you yes. know the marketing the yes. you know then i'm i'm developing my coaching skills yes. you know, so there's going in like every every possible direction <laughs> you know? um yeah but it's quite rewarding i find joy every day coming to my office i mean i can sit here all day if i could you know and just work on my business i'm, yeah, I'm loving it yeah, there's so much, so much to do. You made mention before, you know, you continuing to grow as a person and understanding, you know, how you will impact people with coaching. There's that one thing. And then there's the other part about growing your business. And then there is the social media staff. And, and I think it's really important for people to be purposeful with their actions relating to their business, you know, when, when mm-hmm. I talk about coaching. So sometimes it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to spend all of my time on social media and X, X Y, and Z. Well, is that going to deliver the biggest outcome for you? You know, is that really something that you wish to do? Is that something that's helping you secure clients or business or whatever your objectives are? Is that proving you as a coach? Like it's, it's understanding where you will make that biggest impact is so so important to not get caught up with uh because there's all this kind of social media hype from the people that are spending money on ads to do this and do that but is that delivering the the things that you need versus sitting down and having a conversation with someone or or writing an article or a blog that you can share with a Mm -hmm. client or a potential client where you can talk about hey these are the challenges that you have as a person read this article because this is what i wrote and this is what i feel read that and if you connect with that then maybe I'm the right coach for you so just have a look at the things that are going to deliver what you seek before jumping into it so as we wrap this up um do you have any you know any last sort of um thoughts that you want to leave our audience with you know um based on the kind of things that we've covered today yeah I I think I think I'll maybe end it with this. If you are, if you're sitting at home, you know, on your couch or in your office and, you know, listening to this podcast and, and you do have that, you know, self-esteem or self-doubt or fear or, or whatever it might be that's flowing through your mind, like, you know, I want you to know that you're, you know, you're not alone. This is not unique and this is not a, a burden that you need to carry 
yourself. So, you know, don't be afraid of those things. There are people around you that can help. But I really want you to ask yourself and think about, well, you know, why not? Why can you not be all of the things that you are seeking? Why can you not be the things that you might be seeing in that in the world around you that is creating some of that fear and anxiety? Like you can be all of these things. There's nothing that is stopping you other than yourself. So, um, you know, don't sit on the couch trying to think yourself out of this. You know, take that physical step towards the things that you seek and you know when this podcast finishes you know get out a piece of paper and a pen or a journal and start to write down you know who you are what you're about what matters and what is that one small step that you can take today to head towards that that vision that you seek you know how can you start to form those habits even the tiniest tiniest one to lead you down that path but um, you know don't let that story that you created many years ago hold you back from the life that you're looking to create now. And, and I think that's that's what I'd like to share with people. That's great. I think that's fantastic advice. Um, thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for coming on despite your growing family and uh, your own you know, coaching business. Um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to to get to get in touch with you? Yeah, thank you, thank you for asking that. So head over to the website. So it's just lukefenwick.com. So lukefenwick.com. Um, you can connect with me there by you know subscri- uh, subscription. So I do a newsletter that goes out every four to six weeks or thereabouts. Um, you can you know email me via that. It has all links to social media. So I do a little bit on Instagram, um, a little bit on Facebook and LinkedIn too. Um, it also has links to a blog page. So if you want to read some past blogs or even listen to my podcast, Two Dads, a coaching conversation about life, which I do with Sean, who also was at Jay Shetty School. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the easiest way to go is just head to the website and then follow the links to wherever you might wish to go in the little universe that I'm trying to create. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was a pleasure. Um, it has been awesome to chat. Thank you. And thank you for everybody to everybody for tuning in today. Thank you so much. Hope to see you next time. Have any questions about today's episode? Just head over to my website, larissadalton.com forward slash contact dash info and send in your request or simply email me at larissadalton10 at gmail.com. You can find my podcasts wherever podcasts are found. If you would like me to cover a specific topic, also submit that request via website or my email. Connect with me on Instagram at Larissa underscore Dalton or book a complimentary session with me at larissadalton.com forward slash coaching. Thank you again for joining me today and I hope to see you next time.